A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the culmination the culmination of everything that I've ever learned in my life. <laughs> That's okay. what we're about to do today. So, class is in session. Yeah. From Gimlet Media, this is The Nod, a podcast about Black culture from Blackness's biggest fans. I'm Brittany Luce. And I'm Eric Eddings. So, Eric, <laughs> as you know, there is a huge blockbuster Marvel film out right now called yes. um, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big deal. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's the biggest deal. Could you talk to me a little bit about why? Oh, man, it's the culmination of over 20 films. So many plot lines, so many characters. 20 films? All our heroes are coming together in one last epic story. I've you know, seen every last one of them. Yeah, you have seen all of them. I haven't. Um, I'm only a few shy of 20. <laughs> only about 17 <laughs> shy of the like, 20. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you talk to me about one. You're like, oh, I kind of see why people like these movies. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and it's really, I, I think, even me as like a casual viewer... Um, <laughs> casual. Um, it's generous. I think we can agree that it's really going to leave like a hole in the superhero film universe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they got to pick it back up. They got to create new plot lines for me to get invested in. Exactly, exactly. It, it, you know, it seems like a pretty big problem to solve, but <laughs> fortunately, I actually have a solution. Oh, I've, I've, I am very curious to hear this. Yes. Because you have so much comic book knowledge. You're casting doubt on me right now, uh-huh. but I just want to let you know, I have a really strong idea for a brand new superhero film franchise, and fortunately for you, uh-huh. I'm going to pitch it for the very first time right now on this show. <laughs> this Are is you rich. ready? <laughs> I am ready. I am very excited to hear this. So the thing is, there's already a film out there that I can build my new franchise on. Mm. And this film, it has it all. A huge budget, a cast of dozens of the biggest stars in Hollywood, musical numbers, epic battles between titanic heroes. <sighs> I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm searching for the thing I that mean, would tell me you what can't. movie this and is. The thing is, is that you know what it is? Is that like I'm trying to tell you and I really just need to show you. <laughs> So let me just play the opening credits uh, of this film so that you can really hear what I'm talking about. Are you okay. ready? Okay. Mary J. Blige, John Legend, Tina Turner, Maria Schreiber, Alicia Keys, what? Diana Ross, and more. Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's that time, Eric. 
It's that time. I can't stand you. I've been hearing about this damn Legends Ball for so long now. That is right, Eric. Yes. I am talking about Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball. Is this a movie, though? Like, is that a movie? Like, what? It is. It, it is. It is. It is. It's an hour. It's an hour long special that aired on ABC in 2006. Okay. Okay? <laughs> you know I've been waiting for years to talk to you about this film at length. I think uh, at length is the uh, the operative word. You bring this shit up at least twice a year. But now the time has finally come. Okay. I would like to present to you the three reasons why Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. <laughs> Not not Spider-Man 2, not Iron Man, not, not Infinity War. There's so many good... Wow, this is not, not Black Panther. No, Legends Ball is better than Iron Man. The okay. thing is, though, is that right now, this is the thing. I think there's a Bible verse about, <laughs> okay. I was about you, to say. Can't, <laughs> you can't shame people for what they don't know. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Sure. You can't sh- and what the thing is is that you don't know about the Legends Ball. I don't. You don't know that much. And so that's why I'm here today, because I'm gonna give you three reasons uh-huh. that are gonna help you understand what's going on. Please. Give me some context. I'm okay? ready. Eric, could you just tell me what you do know? Okay, so what I gather from years of me trying to ignore conversations that you try to engage me in, uh, is that Oprah, she had this idea to like basically bring all the people who she likes. I, I does, does Oprah admire people? Admire, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, and just... She does admire people. And respects, and she brought them all together to celebrate them being great. And, like, I know they sang, and they, they were, like, people talked, and... Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So it's clear... <laughs> I think, like... It's pretty clear you're out of your depth. So I am. I am very out of my depth. So, okay, so just... To explain it from my point of view, Legends Ball is one of the most important television events of my entire life. Okay. I still remember the first time that I watched it, like it was yesterday. It was May 22nd, 2006, and I was 18 years old. <laughs> that better be the day it premiered. It was the day it premiered. Okay, okay. I was about it was to... a special. Oh, you right. it? All special. Right. Sorry, learn me. The original Legends Ball, um, it actually took place in May 2005. But other than a few photos like in O Magazine and on Oprah's website, Oprah kept the details of that magical weekend to herself until May 22nd, 2006. Wow. It's so, very Beyonce of her. Or maybe Beyonce. It's very Oprah. Who knows? <laughs> so by the time the opening credits rolled, the ones that you just heard, I was literally about to pop. Like, mm-hmm. I had been waiting. I knew it had happened. I had seen some photos. I'm like, what is going on? What happened? And what I witnessed when I watched it was even better than my wildest dreams. Hello, everyone. I'm standing on my front lawn where, a little over a year ago, I was inspired to create a celebration honoring women who, through their talent, their courage, their tenacity, opened doors and allowed an entire generation to walk through. I wanted to thank them for paving the way for me, as well as countless others. I saw a tearful Mary J. Blige being held by Gladys Knight. 
Alfre Woodard was chopping it up with the diva herself. Leontine Price, Iman, and Naomi Campbell were cuddled up on the couch. Okay, at Oprah's house. At Oprah's house. There was a garden luncheon to end all garden luncheons. Mm-hmm. A black tie gala with Sidney Poitier. Michelle Obama and Diane Sawyer, where none of them were being honored. Okay? Yeah. I mean, it's very epic. I could, I, I, I cannot knock you there. You, you have that. It's very epic. It's very All the epic. Greats. I mean, it was basically just a three day event where Oprah invited pretty much every famous Black woman. Mm-hmm. And the best part of it all is that Oprah knew to record this for all posterity. Her because, mind. <laughs> her mind. Because she knew that someday we would need a film just like this for times like these. Yeah. So. Let's get started and embark together on this amazing journey, this amazing cinematic journey. <laughs> Shall we? Let's let's do it. <clears throat> okay. Reason number one that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. Wow. It featured a show-stopping assemblage. <laughs> of black superheroes jam-packed into one blockbuster film, which means the spinoffs write themselves. This actually feels kind of accurate. I, I mean, if I've heard a little bit of the guest list, but oh. yeah, let's dig into it. Okay, so you've seen The Avengers, right? <laughs> I have seen The Avengers. So like Oprah in this case is like Nick Fury, like the person that brings all these different superheroes together uh-huh. in one place. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people see if they could become something more. See if they could work together when we needed them to to fight the battles that we never could. So, you know, Nick Fury, he brings all these superheroes together in response to some kind of big crisis. (laughs) Aliens were invading the Earth. So, some kind of big crisis. Yes, Okay, so, with Oprah, though, I'll just let Oprah describe why she decided to do this. This all started because I forgot to invite Cicely Tyson to my birthday party. (laughs) I said, you know what? I am going to invite Cicely Tyson up for lunch. Yes, you do? Because I just want her to know how much she's meant to me, and I... Want her to know so obnoxious. I love it. It's great. That was how it started. And then I saw Ruby D. As you do. As you do. And I said, I did not invite Ruby D. <laughs> I should have Cicely Tyson and Ruby D at the same luncheon. And I started thinking about other women who also had been an influence. And before you knew it, I had a list of 25 women who had opened doors in entertainment, in arts, in civil rights, and paved a way for me. And I call those women legends. And guess who else showed up and made an appearance at Legends Ball? Your fave, Della Reese. Oh, Della Reese. And Oprah invited her to honor her for her work in daytime television. That's amazing. You also have women who are no longer with us. Ruby D, mm. Coretta Scott King. Like, they're all of these women who are assembled together and, and like, that's never going to happen. That literally will never happen again. Yeah. I do think that one of the things that is interesting about this is that, like, she did have a group of 
older women, the legends, mm-hmm. and a group of younger women she called the youngins. And, Is she and, really? Yeah, that's what she called them. She called them the youngins. Tyra Banks, Ashanti, Alicia Keys, some young, young people. You know what I'm saying? That, that, at the time, these were the young, hot girls that were out. That's a look for them, for sure, Exactly, to be there. exactly. And I like the fact that there got to be some intergenerational conversation there yeah. that I think was really thoughtful. You know, because everybody knows that, like, the best part of these, like, mega-budget franchise movies is, is seeing all your biggest heroes in this same room together, you know, learning and loving, fighting. It's sometimes even fangirling, you know, just like us. Yeah. Like like when Bruce Banner and Shuri from Black Panther, you know, they're chopping you up about science in Infinity War. The structure is polymorphic. Right. We, we had to attach each neuron non, non-sequentially. Why didn't you just reprogram the synapses to work collectively? Because we didn't think of it. Or when Peter Parker was like, you know, the annoying teenager to Iron Man's grumpy genius. Don't do anything I would do. And definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a there's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. What, does that mean that I'm an event? No. We love to see our superhero worlds collide. This is true. You know, it's like, it's like a fantasy come to life, and that's even more powerful when we see real-life superheroes hanging out. So I am going to play you just a taste of what it was like the moment that these women entered Oprah's home. You're going to hear from Oprah first, and then Alicia Keys, and then Ashanti. It was amazing because there you have Halle Berry saying, is that Tina Turner? You start looking around, and I'm seeing Cicely Tyson, and I'm seeing Maya Angelou, and I've read their books, and I've watched their movies, and I've said they are the epitome of strength in women, and I felt proud when I watched it, and they were there. It was a little bit overwhelming to walk into Probably the overwhelming. Room, yeah. just, like, felt the energy, like, yo. Immediately, I knew it. This is going to be a defining moment in my life forever. <laughs> Wow, that, I mean, that is impressive. Also, just the scoring, like, everything is so much. Like, the thing is, though, <laughs> this is the thing, though. This is the thing, just to give you some context, okay? Many of these women, especially the legends, they were the first or the only at what they did, yeah. right? They were legendary in their fields and in our hearts. And, you know, few of them, if any of them, received the accolades or attention that they deserved in their time. Facts, Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, just to even be in the presence and awe of one another, it was astounding to many of them. Yeah. Like, Cicely Tyson described herself as feeling like, like a, a nymph, nymph in fairyland. I couldn't speak. I kept looking at all of these beautifully stunning women who had contributed so much. Cicely Tyson was surrounded by Diane Carroll, Maya Angelou, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson, all at the same time. You know, and if you really want more bang for your franchise buck, just think of all the individual spinoffs for each of these heroes, okay? Just sit and imagine a Cicely Tyson spinoff, mm. okay? Mm. Be better than Deadpool. I'm telling you that. It actually would be dead better than okay. Deadpool. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, to quote <laughs> Kanye West, I think he put it best in thinking about the attendees of the Legends Ball. Mm-hmm. So many aunties, you could have an auntie team. <laughs> 
That's very true. Thought. It is the auntie team. It is the, uh, it's like the auntie team. Yeah. The super, the auntie super friends, the auntie A team. <laughs> that's what the A team stands for, the auntie team. So that's my reason, number one, that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. It featured a show-stopping assemblage of black superheroes jam-packed into one blockbuster film, which means that the spinoffs write themselves. There's a lot of IP in this. That's what I'm saying. We have a lot of films about MLK, as we should. It's true. We could have a few more about Coretta. Hey, you know we there you go. Building, building. I'm, I'm with you so far. Building. Strangely enough. Okay. So, are you ready for reason number two? I am ready. Reason ready. number two that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. Oprah assembled her superheroes in the finest of superhero layers, a black utopia full of love, beauty, and luxurious gadgetry. Her home. (laughs) So, okay, you, you know how superheroes, they have layers, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so can you think of some? Uh, it was like the Batcave, Avengers have their like tower, and I think a mansion too. Um, exactly. So, yeah. you know, the Batcave <laughs> um, had a butler, mm-hmm. uh, waterfall, weapons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it was also home to the Batmobile. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Actually, actually sounds really close to like my car growing up, but for like the bad reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, you understand what I'm saying. That superheroes and even some villains, you know, they have layers, places, you know, where they can plan and plot and rest. And sometimes they just hang out together. And in this case, the lair was at Oprah's home in Montecito, California. So, I mean, like, honestly, the Legends Ball was like a flex for Oprah. But like, to me, the biggest flex is that she held it at her home. (laughs) Yeah, to be able to accommodate that many people. (laughs) Literally, I just want to give you some scale. Oprah's primary residence in California is 23,000 square feet. That's insane. Um, And it sits on (laughs) roughly, slightly over 40 acres of land. Is there a mule? I was going to say, <laughs> could you imagine why? Oprah, the symbolism, keep yeah. your third eye open. It's layered. And, and her home was designed precisely to her specifications, and she tricked it out even more for this big event by getting a little Batmobile of her own. Hey, I got a trolley. Talk about love is in the details. She had a special trolley made. She had it made? Her house yes. Way up there, and the picture was way down there, so that would have been a very long walk in high heels. And she said, you know what would be fun? Let's get a trolley. Wait, wait. <laughs> yes. Oprah's house is so big that she built a trolley because she didn't need, first of all, listen, this is another thing, things you need to know. I- <laughs> Black women love shoes. That's just facts. And so she wasn't about to have all these rich, famous black women walking up and down. You know how long Oprah's driveway is? That's a lot. It's like the National Mall, the length of the National (laughs) Mall. She's not about to have Coretta Scott King walking back and forth in party mules. I mean, you you know what I'm saying? She should have gave folks Crocs. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe that would have (laughs) helped. Well, I guess you can't put Coretta Scott King in Crocs. You, nice. you, you really, really should do that. So that was my reason number two, that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. 
Oprah assembled her superheroes in the finest of superhero layers. A black utopia full of love, beauty, and luxurious gadgetry. Her home. After the break, a battle of the aunties. The aunties love a gospel brunch. It literally show me an auntie who hates a gospel brunch. <laughs> show me one. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. Okay, Eric, are you ready for reason number three? Bring it home. Okay. Uh, reason number three that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. Three. The Legends Ball featured shiny and powerful jewels that were better than any Infinity Stone <laughs> and unlocked the humanity of our heroes. So you did see <clears throat> Infinity War. Let's keep going. <laughs> So whenever we get the opportunity to see the humans underneath mm. the mask, you know, like um, when Peter Parker in any iteration of Spider Man period tries to ask out any girl, yeah, it's, there's always a fumble that sort of like reminds you that he's a regular person. I mean, hi, Gwen. Uh, look, you, you probably don't think I should be asking you this. I mean, not knowing you well and all. I, I mean. You know, I, I, I know you. Everybody knows you. I just don't know you. And Oprah revealed just a bit of that humanity in the legends when she gave her guests something even better than a time-traveling, all-knowing, all-powerful Infinity Stone from the Marvel Universe. I am very curious as to what that is. <laughs> so, we all know that Oprah's big on gifts, okay? Yeah, yeah. We know Oprah, Oprah You get loves, a car. You exactly, get a car. <laughs> you get a car. We all know that Oprah basically has set the standard, I think, for, like, the public displays of gift-giving like that. Yes. And, you know, during... Oprah's epic Legends Ball weekend. Uh, during the Legends Weekend luncheon, she honored her guests with one of these gifts that was honestly just for the record books. So after serving a fabulous multi-course lunch in her garden and honoring her legends with a commissioned poem by Pearl Cleage and an intimate performance by John Legend. John Legend. I used to wonder, I'm like, why did she have a man performing? And I'm like, oh my God, you know why? Because everybody she wants performing is sitting in the audience. <laughs> So she was like, I'm going to let y'all rest. I'm going to let y'all rest. We're going to bring John Legend out here. Because what do aunties love more than John Legend? I, 
Luther, but right. That's and it. then the other person is Michael McDonald. He actually mm. performed at he oh, performed really? at the Black Tie. <laughs> <laughs> What's literally what what more do aunties want? It's also just so black. You, you can wring the blackness out of this. Exactly. If it was a towel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, Oprah gives these women like the lunch of a lifetime. Okay, and at the end of the lunch, after all the tears and all of the you know all of the sort of like composed joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oprah had just one more trick up her sleeve. This is our final surprise. Do not open them of the day. Final surprise of the day. Please do not open until everyone, until I tell you. All of a sudden, all these waiters line up behind all the women. Is it bad that and I love this mostly white people serving? We didn't serving. know what was going on. <laughs> the waiters put down in front of each of us a box. These red boxes came out. They were on these silver trays. And we're looking at these boxes like, what is this? Okay, ladies, let's start on the count of three. You can begin to open your boxes. One, two, three. Ribbon off. Ribbon off. What? Is it earrings? (laughs) Diamond earrings. Wow. Wow. People start screaming and falling out because when you open the box, there are these earrings. The most beautiful expression of appreciation. You know what I love? I love a drop diamond, honey. And I love a hoop. So all the youngins have hoops and all the legends have drop diamonds. Thank you so much. Wow. What's funny is like, all of, well, most of them. I don't know about everybody's Yeah, like, some people account. are getting a little more established. That's true. But most of those people were rich. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it's interesting. to It's just weird to see people who have money or at least, like. And also probably have diamonds. Yeah. Lots of diamonds. Freak out in that manner about getting a gift. I mean, don't get this. I mean, they did, like, those looked more impressive than the Infinity Stones. But wow, yeah, it's weird to see Mariah Carey freak out about earrings. Exactly. Like, I, I Mariah Carey, what she get? She got like thirty million dollars for having her time wasted by yeah. her <laughs> ex fiance. Mariah's got it. Yeah. But like, this is the thing with that pair of earrings. Oprah took these women from legends. She turned them into like gobsmacked regular people. Yeah. Like, I want to say, was it? Debbie Allen, who just hops up out of her seat, yeah. starts standing up. Uh, Natalie around. Cole. Natalie Cole. Who, who was wearing, like, Soldier Boy glasses. Exactly. <laughs> there was I saw some people crying. Lots of people were screaming. Saying, I mean, Tina Turner threw her hands up. Tina Turner has been rich <laughs> longer than I've been alive. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But, like, when Oprah gave them diamonds, it was just like they were the people on the show, like, you get a car. You know, superheroes are supposed to, you know, be bigger and better and braver than all the rest of us. It's it's kind of comforting for us to see sort of the humanity below the veneer. And it makes the heroes seem even more endearing. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, Oprah was giving them diamond yeah. earrings. Clearly, it's proof that is enough to make literally anybody scream. It's true. I'd cry. I'd cry. I'd cry. I cry <laughs> watching it sometimes. Still on YouTube. I'm watching it crying. So that is reason number three, that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. The Legends Ball featured shiny and powerful jewels that were better than any Infinity Stone and unlocked the humanity of our heroes. Reason number four. What? It's three reasons why. It's literally, it's in the title. Look, you keep doing this. the Legends Ball. <laughs> we have to keep going. I gotta do justice. 
Okay. Legends Ball. Yes. I Legends. Will settle in. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like the this is the end game to the Infinity War. You basically. know what I'm saying? We gotta we just gotta keep going. Who knows how long I'm gonna go? Reason number four that Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. <laughs> It contains an epic clash between some of the most legendary black heroes of our time. Epic clash? Is we get to is a villain? Is a villain coming? Uh, there's no villains. I, I would say it's more of like a hero on hero thing. Okay, Gosh. so just like the epic hero on hero fighting in Captain America: Civil War, the Legends Ball was not without a clash of the titans. Okay. Okay. So, like in Civil War, the central conflict is between Tony Stark and Captain America. They're butting heads. They have different approaches. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that sort of splits up all of the Avengers into two teams. Basically, what you have on your hands in that situation is a bunch of people who are essentially on the same team. Yes. Which I think bears out in Infinity War and also Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they bump heads, which is how you get a film like Civil War. Move, Captain. I won't ask a second time. Look, I really don't want to hurt you. I wouldn't stress about it. And there was one such moment like this during the Legends Ball weekend. Except with these ladies, our legends, they were doing this with gospel music, not weapons or special powers. Okay. So So black. This was an auntie weekend. And while Oprah didn't give these women a Sunday sermon, mm-hmm. um, she did give them the next best thing. She gave them that special combination of praising God through song mm-hmm. um, and a heavy after-church meal, <laughs> the gospel brunch. The aunties love a gospel brunch. It literally show me an auntie who hates a gospel brunch. <laughs> show me one. Show me one. Mother's Day weekend, it. Easter weekend, your graduation weekend— <laughs> Chances are 85% that you're going to end up at a gospel brunch. Yeah. It's just what it is. Gospel is the basis for almost every other uniquely American music form. The blues, R&B, rock and roll. So to excel in gospel is to show a mastery of the form. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And at this brunch, sitting in the audience, you've got some of the greatest performers of all time. Tina Turner, mm. Diana Ross, yeah. Hayley Bell, okay. Gladys Knight, Shaka Khan, all contemporaries and a lot of time also competitors. I mean, Diana Ross and Gladys Knight had a 37 year long feud. Wow. 37 years, okay? Actually, more than a few people had serious beef with Diana Ross, to be <laughs> honest with you. She and Patty also didn't get along either. But, you know, this is brunch. Yeah. And, and Oprah served them fried chicken on her lawn. I don't know, maybe her backyard. I don't know. The woman's house was so big. Because everybody in the beginning was like, oh, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. So she's got all these legendary people on her lawn, and she's having the gospel concert of the century. You know what I'm saying? She has all these traditional acts. She also has an amazing just ministry of song led by B.B. Winans. Yeah. You know, I love Winans because I'm from the Detroit area, and that's where they're from. B.B., C.C., D.D.E.E., everybody. All of them. I love every (laughs) single Winans. I love all of them. So B.B. Winans, everybody knows he can sing. Mm -hmm. And what he does during the gospel brunch is he starts passing around the microphone. B.B. handed the microphone to Shirley Caesar. I mean, that's the right person to hand it to. Hello. Yeah. 
Oh, honey, it was over. It was all over. It was just over. I knew it. I knew you could not have Gladys Knight mm. and Dionne Warwick mm. and Patti LaBelle mm. and Shirley Caesar, the mother of gospel music here. You could not have all of them anywhere and not have Jesus show up. Jesus showed up <laughs> and showed up. Dion, can you take us down that wall? I'm changed. No warm up. Yeah. Do you feel chills? I do. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad. So glad. So glad. Okay, so, so this is when things start to get a little competitive. Almost as if on cue, each woman who got to the mic was trying to outdo the diva who came before her. Shaka, you know, she did what she had to do. Like Valerie Simpson did what she had to do. From this day, we won't walk the same. We gonna walk taller. We gonna think higher. We gonna be Mariah is shaking her head. She can't believe she's so happy. It was so funny because all the white folks were like, what is going on here? <laughs> my my lord, this is really something. <laughs> and then Patty LaBelle got up. Okay, and you know Patty, whether it's wigs, voices, sweet potato pie, she always has to do the most. Hey. So she's about to explode, like 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 the Incredible Hulk. Yes. Okay. She just hits this high note that just let everybody know who Patty is. When Patty hit that high note, mm-hmm. it was rap for everybody else. Patty had one. Patty was ready. <laughs> Patty was so ready. You would have thought. You would have thought that yep. she came knowing she was going to have to perform. Yep. Um, and she showed out. She did a little bit too much, just and I bit. love her. <laughs> I love her so much. I love Patty. We love Patty. She did a little bit too much. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like Oprah knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She set this up. She knew that a combination of pride, talent, and the Holy Spirit would take over. <laughs> and it would create like a domino effect of vocal showmanship, okay? Mm-hmm. They had sort of played nice all weekend. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody sat at the luncheon. They cried. They held each other. Mm-hmm. But when it came to that Sunday service— they cut up. It's time to show out. It was time to show out. So that was reason number four why Oprah's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero film of all time. It contains an epic clash between some of the most legendary black heroes of our time at the greatest unrehearsed, unexpected, and unplanned gospel concert in music history. Are you ready to bring it home with reason number five? <laughs> are we bringing it home with reason number we five? We are. We is are. That the end? We are. After the break, we contemplate a future of young Patti LaBelle cosplayers. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. 
Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Okay. Welcome back. <sighs> I'm going to give a little bit of myself away now, so, you know, I just had to repair. So extra. <laughs> Reason number five why Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. A lasting franchise needs a strong fandom to support it. And I am proof that this is possible because I am a super fan of the Legends Ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so That's currently not in dispute. It would be hard to argue with. So, Eric, being a part of a fandom requires allegiance. Sometimes an allegiance that not everyone understands from the outside. But the stories of Gwen Stacy, T'Challa, Wolverine, they hold much deeper meaning than what some people see on the surface. These are stories of perseverance, friendship, and courage that inspire all kinds of people. And the Legends Ball has done that for me. Let me give you some background, okay? So both of us, I grew up, but also both of us grew up in a time before Black Girl Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Or Black Girls Rock, mm -hmm. or even, you know, the Obamas as we view them symbolically, right? Yeah. So for so long, the Legends Ball was really, for me, the only large-scale intergenerational representation of a bunch of Black women in the same place at the same time, like, at that level of intimacy and depth that I had. Yeah. You know, like, I understand fandoms. I understand how they work, but there's something about the fact that Oprah is showing these black women, these black women who are superheroes in real life, you know what I'm saying? You know, who who walk among the rest of us, fledgling and legendary, just how valued they are and how much their contributions matter. Mm -hmm. What Oprah says is like her biggest goal with this was just the gratitude for inspiring her. And for me, like that made me feel seen. It made me feel like, really enlivened and, like, really made me feel inspired to think about the things that I wanted to do with my own life and also to feel pride in myself and to feel, you know, excitement about my future. Like, it's very, very corny, but to see something like this at 18, it really, really, really meant a lot to me. Like, I watch this movie on YouTube because it's not available on streaming mm. every year at least a few times a year. And sometimes I will still catch myself tearing up at certain points because— all of these women have meant so much to me. And you can also see how much they mean to each other and also to Oprah. I think Alicia Keys said it best. It was all clear to me. Oh. I'm supposed to continue this amazing, incredible, how could we ever live up to it example. And we will. We will live up to it. I mean, and the thing is, it's like, I'm a stan. Mm -hmm. I've said it. And like any good stan, I could go even deeper on Legends Ball. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could write fanfic. Mm -hmm. I can make fan art. I can start a message board. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if I learned to code, I could probably create a Legends Ball RPG. Um, <laughs> I would love to just like attend a con. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A Legends Ball con, Legend Con. Cosplay. Hello? Do you well know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe a little Patty LaBelle cosplay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is, is that the Legends Ball was an opportunity to see real-life superheroes in this fantastical environment where all these black women were being respected, were given the love that they deserve in a very black way, and they were totally just, like, wrapped up in peace, love, and gratitude. And for me, that was something that meant a lot at the time, and it still means so much to me right now. (sighs) In summation, these are my not three, but my one, two, three, Four, five reasons why Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. Mm-hmm. To review, reason number one, it featured a show-stopping assemblage of black superheroes jam-packed into one blockbuster film, which means the spinoffs write themselves. Reason number two, Oprah assembled her superheroes in the finest of superhero layers, a black utopia full of love, beauty, and luxurious gadgetry. Her home. Reason number three. The Legends Ball featured shiny and powerful jewels that were better than any Infinity Stone and unlocked the humanity of our heroes. Number four. It contained an epic clash between some of the most legendary black heroes of our time at the greatest, unrehearsed, unexpected, and unplanned gospel concert in music history. American history. Excuse me. And reason number five why Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball is the greatest superhero movie of all time. A lasting franchise needs a strong fandom to support it. And I am proof that this is possible because I am a super fan of the Legends Ball. Okay, Eric, now that I have proven that it is actually I who is the superhero expert of the two of us, are you sold on my new film franchise idea? I would watch more movies from The Legends Ball. I think there, I, I will acknowledge that there is something there. Uh, there is something there. The only, like, the only thing, and this is a small, this isn't even a criticism, but I think the only thing I would want for this, and maybe it comes in a subsequent installment, okay, is a stronger villain. Like, I, like I, the clashes the are nice. The villain is. White supremacy? I think it's white supremacy. <laughs> I was thinking about it and I was like, I was like, what could they all be fighting against? I'm like, what is it that is trying to take them down? It's like, oh God. Also, um, misogyny. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, those are very strong villains. Yes. There's something there. I will watch it. I now officially want to see it. What should we call it? Legends movies. Yeah. Or I think aunties. Aunties. The aunties. The aunties. Yeah, I think I think the world could stand to have to have you know twenty installments in the aunties franchise. Even if it were just biopics off of the like off of the Legends Hello? Ball, it would be amazing. Hello, Hello, yeah. Will Packer, please call me. <laughs> Stop playing. I have constant development ideas that I would like to run by you. See if we can make some money together. Something, and also Oprah Winfrey, also call me. <laughs> Hey, well, call me. Sure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Oprah, I'll take it too. Call me. I would love to just talk about anything. But also, please, can you give the people what they want? And can you just make Legends Ball available 
for streaming. Can you also send me all of the footage that you have on um, and one of those new eight terabyte drives? Can you also please send me some earrings? Can you also please send me a DVD? Can you also please send me a basket from your garden? I actually want some of the basket from the Eric, car. too. <laughs> Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, I think you really love one of our other episodes, The Legend of Riza and The Last Airbender. In that one, Eric embarks on an epic quest to understand the connection between Black culture and Kung Fu. He actually talks to Riza from the Wu-Tang Clan. And if you're a fan of Avatar, The Last Airbender, you don't want to miss this one. You can find that episode on our website at gimletmedia.com slash the nod. Or you can listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And Oprah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at BMLuce. That is L-U-S-E. The Nod is produced by me, Brittany Luce, with Eric Eddings and Kate Parkinson Morgan. Our senior producer is Sara Abdurrahman. This episode was edited by Sarah Saracen with additional editorial support from Emmanuel Barry. Fact checking by Max Gibson. The show is mixed this week by Sam Baer. Our theme music is by Khalid B. For additional music credits, check the show notes. All I want, if Oprah just listens to this episode and just puts it out on streaming, I'll be able to die happy. Like, anything can happen in my life after that.